Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. Live from the fan stream sports in a rainy, rainy Dallas, Texas studio. I am IndyCar Tim, your host. I'm joined by the star of the show, PGA of America member, Mr. John Gerber. Hello, Johnny. Are you dry? Not, not I barely dry. I, but it was bad. AWC out there. Adverse weather conditions for sure. Man, it's rough. It was brutal, man. It was brutal. But uh, anytime you can get some of that good rain here in Texas in the summertime, we'll take it. After yesterday's 125-degree heat index, I got burned up playing golf. I don't. It, it, I know you're asking the question, why did I play golf? No, I understood why you played golf. I just don't understand how you played golf in that stuff because it, it was humid too. Oh, it was brutal. It's it's the hottest I've ever been on a golf course, and uh, you know it wasn't my best decision no. to go play golf. But I had a great buddy in town and uh, wanted to take him out. And special thanks to Chris Kohler, our, our our buddy that comes in and guest hosts every once in a while for hosting us out there at Glen Eagles. Uh, golf course in great shape, and um, but it's not right now. Well, th- it's Bermuda. They they want the heat, but no, there was I'm no, talking about the rain. Oh yeah, well, yeah, they need that too. But <laughs> no, it was really good, man. Um, it it was hot, dude. What'd you shoot? Eighty nine? No, ninety four. I mean, that's that was your front and back nine, right? Eighty nine, ninety four. I don't break. I don't shoot over eighty, dude. Well, not on the front nine. No, that's you. Oh, that's you. It's probably true. No, I don't know. We i i had a i had four birdies, which is good. Um, I had a Michael Dublé. Did you just one Dublé? Just one Dublé. One Dublé. Part four. Uh, I made double on. What would I make double? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't remember like the last three or four holes because I was so hot. Yeah, and drunk. I dr- no, I don't drink on the. Game. I know you say you don't. I don't. And you know, you know, I drank nine bottles of water. Nine, nine, and I didn't go to the bathroom once. God, that's how uh, how drunk you were. No, stop. No. Oh wait, that's the word. Drunk's not the word. What was the word? Cocktails are good. <laughs> no, you, you know, you know when I'm drinking, I go to the bathroom all the time, right? So you I know, know, like, and it was, but it was brutal. No, I, I hadn't been. Luckily, we were. I was wearing shorts, so that helped a little bit. But man, it was a great day, regardless. I, 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 I was burnt up, boy, after I got done, and it was great to see my old buddy from Fort Lauderdale. Man, him and his son played, and Kohler played, and then uh, oh, nice. our other buddy uh, Brian Corba played. So it was awesome, man. Um, I would do it again. I would do it again if Jr. came back in town. I would do it again in the heat. But other than that, I probably pass. It's just too hot right now. It's hot. I don't know how how and, y'all do that. And think about think about like last summer, like when I was playing in some of the section stuff, and it was like that hot, and we had to wear pants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't play in this. I mean, I you know you know I told you all the time. You always ask how I played. I said, Well, I played about five holes. I had to withdraw. Yeah, you know. So well, maybe you should go join that Live Golf. Play on their mini tour. They they if they offer me, I would. How much do you think they'd offer you to come play? Uh, about seven dollars. <laughs> and you'd go, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> you and DJ. Seven dollars more than I got. Right now. Right. That's a truth. Right. Seven dollar D dars. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, it's a big week as we are post U.S. Open. We hope everybody enjoyed our uh, synopsis recap of the U.S. Open back on Monday. It was a fun show to do. 
Uh, but on the heels of that U.S. Open, the PGA Tour now heads to New England for the final designated event of the year, Johnny. And they're doing the designated events a little bit different next year. Yeah, and I don't know. Have they announced how they're going to do it just because of maybe the, the obviously with the potential merger? Um, so I don't know how they're going to do it because they're, they're not going to move the FedEx schedule. Um, and in the elevated events, right? are not going to be the same events because they're moving mm-hmm. that around. So I don't think they've come out with the schedule what elevated events will be, but I got a pretty good feeling. Um, I got a pretty good feeling on a couple of them. Um, I, like I said, they haven't come out yet. Right. I have a pretty good feeling on a couple. But th- we're pretty sure the Byron Nelson and the Colonial aren't going to be two of them. Well, well Colonial <laughs> You think may. it will be? Colonial may. Um, you know, Valspar maybe? That would be a good choice, I would think, the Valspar. Uh, it's a Val- good following out there. Valspar, man. maybe. You know, so I think the theory is they want to try to get more people. I mean, if they're smart, they should. They need to do Honda to get more uh, p- participation by fans. Right. So Honda might be, but I, it'd be tough. It'd be tough to have them both because they're kind of in the same period. Yeah. They don't really like putting them all that close. Yeah. Um, but I just wish I, – if they do this merge with Live, I think the elevated field events go away, and I just think the purses, all the purses total are going to be big. Just go up. Yeah, and then, um, you know, I always like the cool part of, you know, shit, eight, ten years ago when they would have the swings. I like that. They're moving mm-hmm. some stuff around. Like, mm-hmm. you could go, you know, you have the California swing at the beginning of the year, and then you go to Florida, um, and then you go to Texas. I mean, you could have – you could have Byron Nelson. You could have the Colonial. You could have Houston because the match play is gone. Right. Um, and then uh, and then San Antonio. Yep. So you could How have great the, would that be? Oh man, that would be. Oh, and then the same thing in Florida. Like you could have, you know, you could have um, the Players Championship. You could have Bay Hill. You could have Valspar, and you could have Honda. Yeah, like and that gives you a that's that's a whole one. I I always love that part when they did those. Hey, the king of the Florida swing or the king of the California swing stuff like that. I always thought that was great, and I hope they kind of get back to that a little bit. Um, but uh, we got to chime in Memorial for sure. But Memorial was elevated field event this year, so they're not going to probably have an elevated field event for Memorial. It says waste management too. That was event elevated yeah, field was last year, year uh, this year also. So they'll move that stuff around. But those purses like like Memorial and Waste Management, those are always, always higher end purses, anyways. Even at, even without the elevated field sure. events, right? So those got there's they'll probably keep on the schedule when it comes to that. But you know, man, I just love those swings, man. And you know what you could do would be fun. And you talk about and, and I was thinking about this the other night when I was drinking water at the bar that. <laughs> Well, there was water was, in the ice. What was why was why was that so funny? They don't even have water in the bars you go to. I know, but wouldn't it be cool? Like if and this is how you could get you could get more participation for these events is you have a bonus for the Florida, the California Florida swing and the Texas swing. Whoever has the most accumulative group, like like uh, money. So let's yeah. just say Rory finishes in Florida. He finishes first, third, tenth, and eighth. All that money total. It, so he's the king of the Florida swing, and you get a bonus, right? I remember when I was playing the mini tours that we had that out in Iowa. Like, there was three tournaments in a row. There was Waterloo, Iowa Open, and Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. And if you won two of those three tournaments, you got, like, a $30,000 bonus. Wow. You know, uh, uh, and you a lot had, of money for those mini tours. Yeah, it's, it, was, it, was, it was great. Zach Johnson won it one year. 
Um, I think he won all three actually that one one year, and I just think that'd be a good way to kind of um, to kind of get these people kind of playing in a little bit more, you know, a little bit more in playing some of those events as opposed to elevated field. Uh, as we mentioned, it is the final designated event of the season uh, as the boys head to TPC River Highlands up in Cromwell, Connecticut. It's a short course, Johnny, 6,852 yards, but it is a par 70 with an elevated field purse of $20 million. Man, I love those. I love those elevated field events. And this is one of those things that, you know, for you that you love because, you know, as, as we talked off air, is like you mentioned that, oh, is it, you know, it's a short golf course, and but they don't go super low. I mean, I, yeah. think, I think Xander was the lowest they had last year, um, and he shot 19. But they don't go super low. They grow the rough, and it just goes to show that, you know, you don't have to have a super long golf course, hence heritage, right? right? To make it really difficult and keep it around double digits to win. And you just grow the rough up and narrow up the fairways and make ball striking a premium as it just go, kind of bombing out. Yeah, it's a short course, but in no way is it an easy course. No. And that's, what, no. that's what I like, man. I like these 6,800, 7,000-yard courses up in the Northeast. Uh, and they can't do anything to lengthen them because they don't have no. any room up there, you know, unless you're out in the country. But And the thing is it plays a little shorter, too, because there's a lot of elevation changes yeah. there. And, you know, you're, you're above sea level there yep. a bit. So there's some there's – some, but there's – there's, you know, the, the, tour, the tour guys love this tournament. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, they love this tournament. And you, you always see, even though it's, it's an elevated field event, you will always see a strong field. Mm-hmm. For, for this event. It's just, they love the golf course. They love, the, you know, how they're treated up there. And this has always just been one of those events, just been super well-respected, and the players love to go up there. And the weather is usually pretty damn good this time of year. Uh, Not 125. Oh, my God. I still don't know how you do that. So, yeah, the weather's great um, right now, so much so that eight of the top ten players in the world are going to be there after really, man, an emotional U.S. Open again. I, I can't talk about that enough just is one of my favorite u.s opens yeah uh just again i know we touched on a little bit monday but out of the three guys in contention on sunday you and i were drinking water at the bar and i said out of out of out of rory and and ricky who would you who would you want to win and we were both like well really either one and it's silly that we never even threw uh Wyndham Clark into, into the into the ring to win you know but and most people didn't right no. i mean they, they, he was just kind of an afterthought and you know what that was probably a beneficial. That was probably beneficial to Wyndham Clark because even though he was in the lead, he was still under the radar. Yeah. Like no one thought yeah. he was going to win, and you know they took a lot of the pressure off him. I I really think that um, I think that him not playing who 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 do who do you play so him not playing with who do you play with last round? Um, yeah, it's tough, right? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Well, I had a lot of water that I day th- at the bar. I think him not playing with Ricky or Rory mm-hmm. helped him tremendously. Um, and when it when it came to that, so yeah, because he was in the grouping right behind them, right? Yeah, he was in, or the in last, front of them. Yeah, he was in the last group. So. I can't remember. Yeah, um, did Rick, Ricky play in the last? Did he Ricky play? Did they play in the last round together? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But I think Rory. Let's. It's just you know. I don't know. I, it, that's just what I think. I. He was just under the radar, man, all week, and, and I think it really helped him going into the last round. But uh, As we mentioned, eight of the top ten players in the world are going to be there, including numbers one, two, and three, as you've got the world number one, Scotty Scheffler, as he continues on his just tear this year. Uh, he's finished no worse than T12 all year long. Uh, he's inching closer and closer to the winner's circle, I think, uh, for the third time this year. 
Um, he arrives here with four straight top five finishes, including uh, podium results at the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open. Like, he's he's on the cusp, kind of like he was before he, he broke out, right? Winning, he's right there. And then he, he, he finally broke through with his first win, and I think he's kind of back at that type of setting with his game to where he's going to get one, and then he's going to get another one, and he's going to get another one. Simply remarkable that he hasn't finished out of the top 12 as poorly as he put, he's putted. Poorly as he's putted for him and is where his rankings are. But, again, yeah. that's a little bit fool's gold, too, because he's hitting it so well and has so many opportunities. It looks like he's putting poorly, but he's really not putting poorly. I mean, no. I mean, if it's like, you know, you hit all 18 greens and you, you don't hit it outside of 20 feet, but you make five, right? Well, people think, oh, man, you're putting terrible, but you're not really putting terrible. Yeah. He just has so many chances. I think that's just smoke and mirrors. It looks like he's putting poorly. Yeah, and I mean, to me, his entire game hasn't really been on on par, you know, for, for most of the season. He's, he's either putting well and driving poorly or driving well and putting poorly or not hitting fairways or whatever. But he hasn't really put everything together in a f- complete four round uh, week. But yet, as we're talking about, he hasn't finished worse than T twelve all year. So, Is, isn't it? Um, I was going to say something. Well, when he do, do. Well, 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 when he does put it together, that's when he wins. Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, I haven't seen anyone ball striking wise in a long time. Maybe Tiger in his two thousand two thousand one mm-hmm. days. Man, that's he's. He's just really been so dominant, and I just, I just really never seen it. The guy, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a guy hole out like more times? No. Like <laughs> I, it seems like every damn tournament, he's he's holed out like he's holding out from the fairway, or yeah. you know, he's chipping in once or twice around. I yeah. mean, that's just it, that's just what he is. And the thing is, is putting it also. I mean, he chips the ball so well. I mean, he chips it. He chips it fantastic too, man. So. Um, John Rahm, the world number two, still holds the title of most victories this season with four, but he's been shut out in the trophy department since Augusta. Uh, and just like Scheffler, Rahm just keeps persisting despite some what we consider to be troubles on and around the green, I think, this year for him. Uh, Rory at number three in the world. Got one win this season, but how many close calls does he have to go along with that this year? It's crazy. Yeah, and it's just, you know, it, it, this is fourth-round scoring. It's yeah. just really what's killing me. He's put, himself, he's put himself in contention a ton. And then, like we said, at Memorial, um, you know, last, last week he shot even par at the U.S. Open on the last round. But his last three tournaments going to the last round, he's collectively three over par. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't, you, you can't be that way in the last round. If you're, and Rory's, you know, it's weird because Rory's one of those guys that usually goes and takes it, right? He's, he has the firepower to be able to do something like that. And just this last round, he hasn't been able to do it. He's, you know, isn't it weird that how many low rounds Rory shoots when he's not in contention? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you notice that? Like it's, yeah. I mean, no, when there's no pressure. Like the third round, like the third round. So he'll, he'll barely make the cut, and then he's just, he's just freewheeling it. And in the third round, he'll shoot 64. And then it looks like he's in contention, and then he'll come up and shoot seven even par. Last. Yeah. Even par, shooting even par in the last round on a PGA Tour event is like shooting 80. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, you, that, I mean those guys that are women winning, man, they're not, they're not shooting even par uh, to win the golf tournament if, if they're really up there in contention. They're getting lapped. Uh, Rory, it was his, uh, out in LA, it was his 18th top 10 finish since his last major win in 2014. So, I mean, he's right there. Yeah. And I really thought he was going to get over that hurdle, uh, with no major wins in nine years, uh, last week. It just wasn't to be. I think he wins at Hoylake. 
I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think he wins. I think he wins a British Open at Hoya. That's where he won a British Open mm-hmm. before. Uh, Strategic-wise, he kind of – I don't know if you heard him, like, during the U.S. Open last week. was like, you know, when I'm playing, it was amazing when I won at Hoy Lake how many irons and stuff I hit off the tee. Right. Like, so I think he has a really good grasp of how to play Hoy Lake. Um, so, you know, looking – and the problem is going to be, like, he's going to be such a prohibitive favorite. We, he's, you can't really make any money on him. So right, right. Uh, that'll that'll be the tough. I mean, the, it's a couple of weeks before the British Open, which is another cool event. We get to we get to battle the hangovers and watch. Oh my gosh, we'll be watching all the golf seven in the morning. Uh, hell, I may just stay up like I did last night. I know, I'll stay up to watch it. <laughs> Next show, please. Good lord, uh, Patrick Cantlay and defending champion Xander Shoffley also look to break through for their first victories of the season. You've also got Matt Fitzpatrick, Tony Finau, Max Homa, my boy Max Homa. I haven't haven't texted him yet this week. I need to do that tonight. Uh, Victor Hovland and of course Wyndham Clark all hope to add to their win totals this season. Yeah, it's a, such a good you know Patrick Shoffley, Um, You know, that's that's they're the same person, dude. They're, they're, they kind of are, aren't they? They're the same. It's, it's Patrick Shoffley. So when we go group those two guys together, or or Xander Cantley, however you want to do it, man, that's I'm fine. With, I'm fine with either way. But they're the same person, man. They're boring. You know, it's just like, dude, you, man. I, I, huh. I'm glad this is a show we can curse, but I'm not going to right now. I'm not going to. They're just cowards, man. They're, I just, you know, it's Xander won last year, but who's who's the bigger coward here, Patrick, Xander? Or Colin Moore a coward? It's probably uh, it's probably Patrick Colin Shoffley. <laughs> it's all three of them. Yeah, this the middle, middle name is Colin, right? Patrick Colin Shoffley. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call him, right? All right. Well, fair enough. We'll see how they uh, how they break through here. I'm sure one of those guys, if not all of those guys, at some point will factor into your matchups. Oh, yeah, I hope the bet against them. Yeah, exactly. They're, they'll lose their matchups. Yeah. So uh, coming up next, we've got our. Uh, Odds via Caesar Sportsbook. Of course, the big three are you know going to be way up there, and you're not going to be able to make a ton of ton of money on them. But Johnny's going to um, give you his picks uh, towards the end of the show for the ones you can make some money on, and I'll give you the ones that you can laugh at for the picks because that's what everybody does in my mm-hmm. picks. I gotta stop picking uh, John Daly to win every tournament. It's he usually can't make any money on him. No. I uh, keep losing that bet. And yeah. I'm not real sure why. I don't know no, what his deal is. I don't know. Just I don't know where you get those odds. At, pretty good. <laughs> I promise uh, you it's not Bet Parks. I promise you that. No, we're not getting them from Bet Parks. Uh they're 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 smarter than that over there. Yeah. We are from the rough right here on Fanstream Sports. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. Fanstream Sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do, because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs. Right, clubs, you need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs, like right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag, but you want one that's kind of screams you. So you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like Prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name. Just get it done exactly like what you want it done by actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. 
And you know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. Indy Car Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle golf central magazine at golfcentralmag.com we'll see you there all right guys time to talk a little bit about turf life you've seen the hats on our heads you've been or seen the video of the studio you've seen that the decals are all over the place turf life man it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf what does that mean that means if you play or have a business or you know maybe you're a sports educator you're going to be on turf at some point so you live the turf life so go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or you know the hat or the keychain or the something Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special turf life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more fans stream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast right here on Fan Stream Sports. Wherever you get your podcasts and live each Monday and Wednesday, 5 o'clock Central Time at FanStreamSports.com, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and the brand new FanStream Sports app that you can download right now for Android at the Google Play Store. The iOS version will be available in the Apple Store uh, as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. So be looking for that in your Apple Store. Uh, but if you've got an Android device, go ahead and go over there to your Google Play Store. Download the new FanStream Sports app. You can have access to all of our shows 24-7. We've got the live stream going for the uh, current shows that uh, that have been broadcast. And then when we've got live shows on there, it'll be live for you as well. Just kind of just like a radio station. So uh, you get all of our great fine programming over there from... J.P. Peterson out in Tampa Bay to uh, Jeff Thidoff up in Columbus to Colby Sapp and IndyCar Tim and from the rough Who's right that? here. Who's that? A uh, couple of yahoos. Yeah. I think they know how to do radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, idiots. Uh, and as well as the bottom line sports talk boys on Tuesdays here live from the FanStream Sports Studios. Getting back to. They, the, like, they like Nickelback. Uh, one of them does. That's for damn sure. I think we have audio of that. Um, 
of him, like, this confession. Well, I like Nickelback. Yeah, that's what it was. I knew funny. it. They're funny. Yeah, they are pretty funny. Yeah. Y'all should give them a shout-out. Give them a listen. They're twins. They're, they're twins, and they're, like, the most polar opposite. They're fraternal twins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, but their personalities and takes on sports are great, but they're polar opposites. And they look odd that their personalities are different. They're awesome, man. Yeah. They're, it's, it's, it, if you're looking for a new show, especially on the app, and we'll have the run times and stuff that they're on, and you can always watch them, obviously, on FanStream Sports. But, man, they when they get in studio, man, they they <laughs> they have a lot of fun in here. I think we got to replenish some booze in there for them. Didn't they drink up all the – I know the, the Patrons. I have never seen a man – or woman or human being drink almost half a bottle of gin from the bottle. Carrie did in an hour. Yeah, Carrie just hey, we have anything to drink in the studio? I'm like, well, there's a bottle of gin in there that nobody's touched for almost a year. Yeah, so you're welcome. And he'd already polished off the Patron. That's funny. He's like, well, I just need something, man, for this. I'm like, all right. So he just dude, no cup, no ice, no nothing. He just brought the bottle in there to the studio with him, right where you're sitting, and just went to town. And by the end of the show, it was gone. It's beautiful. It's not. It's here <sighs> to drink. I mean, hell, that's I, I don't want it to sit there. But it's gin. I know. I don't. No male should drink gin. That's kind of a chick drink. June, it smells like junipers. It's really bad. And then he got all the confidence. He started singing. Everybody hers. <laughs> oh, Carrie. Oh, uh, yeah. Check out those bottom line sports talk boys over at fanstreamsports.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so getting back to the 2023 Travelers Championship. Uh, way up there in Connecticut. It's weirdly spelled. I don't even know if I, if I can spell Connecticut. Well, just it's spelled just like I say it, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, it's weird people spell things Cromwell. in English. Cromwell. Cromwell. James Cromwell, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. TPC River Highlands. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a really short course, and but it's not an easy course. It's a par 70, 6,852 yards. $20 million purse available this week. Looking at the odds from Caesar Sportsbook. Of course, the number one in the world is going to be your your odds leader here at thirteen to two, Scotty Scheffler. No surprise there. Uh, we kind of touched on him briefly before the break about kind of where his game's been and what he's dealing with. Um, Johnny's favorite golfer at ten to one, Patrick Cantlay. Um, we turd Patrick Colin Shoffley. <laughs> turd, turd Cantlay. Wow, at ten to one, not a lot of value there either way. And I can tell you right now, he ain't going to win it. Let me tell you something about Cantley here. Here we go. So he's had, okay, well, first off, he hasn't played well since he let his caddy go, right? Matt Minister, who was a high State boy. Well, he can't be that great then. He had, well, ch- well, fact, but he, <laughs> he hasn't played well since. And you know how he let his caddy know? He text him? Uh, no. Well, yeah, but worse. Uh-oh. The day before the tournament. He said, uh, you're out like new edition. That's not very... Uh, How about that? That's karma. That's not very upstanding. It's karma. This is what you get. What was the reason? It hadn't... Just tired of him? Tired of his antics? Uh, yeah, but, I mean... <coughs> it's not Matt Minister's fault. It's Cantley. Right. I mean, you know, you think you, can, you think you can do better. It's like the... Oh, you've had this a million times. I know. It's just like the girl that you break up with that you think you can do better... I can and then it found, better. and then if you find out that you can't do better, and then you try to go back to her, and she's done better than you. I've never done that before. It happens to you all the time. I always upgrade. Uh, says who? Every time. Well, I they, upgrade every time. Well, they don't. Let's just say that they don't upgrade. 
you might think you do, but they don't. They, that, <clears throat> yeah. That's all they do is upgrade. Any girl that's with me, I'm a complete upgrade from the idiot they were with before. Yeah. Who's next? Uh-huh. I guess that's it. Uh, 11 to 1, Rory McIlroy, who, I mean, he drove the crap out of the ball in Los Angeles, right? Uh, plus 2.25 strokes gained off the tee per round. Uh, his tee to green game was good. But, man, like you mentioned early in the show, he could not make a putt to save his life out in L.A. Yeah, and, the, yeah, and these greens are very the, – the, these has some undulations, kind of like the L.A. also. But the, this golf course playing so short, it's going to take the driver out of Rory's hand. You know, so unless he just wants to really try to overpower the place, which he may. Mm-hmm. But the rough is going to be every – it's a different – if it, it's a different type. So you're going from California, which, is, which was a strange setup anyways. California does not normally have Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in that part. Uh, so, you had that weird setup of you had bent grass greens and then you have Bermuda uh, fairways and rough. And now you're going up to just straight old school bluegrass and bent. So, you know, those guys are changing wedges. Um, you know, these guys are changing equipment a little bit to go from different types of grass. So, Man, I don't really see Rory playing well. I mean, I just don't. I mean, this is going to play more like I, I know he had suc- some success in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to play very similar to that. The type of golf course is it's hilly, it's a little shorter, a little bit more strategic. So it's going to play more like the uh, Canada than it did in LA. So maybe some of these guys we'll talk about a little bit on our card that played well in Canada that might be on our card for this week. Um, Rory's history at TPC River Highlands. This is his fifth time playing. In four prior trips, he's cashed in on top 20 finishes, but he has never been in contention on Sunday. Yep. So look for much of the same, I believe, from Rory um, here this weekend. He's got to be tired, right? I mean, he's, obviously he's not probably going not gonna to play the next couple of weeks, so this is going to be his last kind of tournament before the British Open. So, I mean, if he's kind of marginal, does he just mail it in? And maybe he's got to be tired, man. I mean, yeah, and he, I mean, he's he's been in contention on the final round the last three Sundays in on the PGA tours. Maybe this year will be different at River Highlands, but and this is fourth tournament in a row. Yeah, right. I mean, like and it, it, like when when I, I know these guys got their private jets, right? But it's his fourth tournament in a row that he's flying cross yeah. cross country. So he plays Memorial, then he goes to Canada, which is nothing. And then you go to then you go to L.A. Uh, and then you come back, all right? So a lot I mean, of travel. Yeah, it's a lot of travel. and It's a lot of golf. I mean, because he's made the cut in every every tournament, so he's playing a lot of golf. And then I think just with the with the LIV merger and some of that stuff, I thought it'd help him a little bit. But I, I think the guy's tired, man. And I, you know, and especially at eleven to one, I mean, being a tired player that hasn't played well here before, eleven to one can't make any money. He'll probably win. Uh, Xander Shoffley at fourteen to one. We skipped over John Rahm at eleven to one because I mean, what, what do you need to say about John Rahm at eleven to one? You didn't get that. You didn't like that last thing I had. That was pretty good. Yeah, you, you need confirmation for it. Sometimes, sometimes when there's only one pickle in the pickle jar, you just got to eat that pickle. A lot of pickles this week. Uh, Xander Shoffley at fourteen to one. He carded the lowest round in U.S. Open history and entered the weekend at one thirty-two, the third lowest total in championship history. Um, but that's about as good as it would get for him. The world number six is he dropped five shots to par across the last 36 holes to finish T10. He continues to play incredibly consistent, pisses off Johnny routinely. Who? Xander Shoffley. Shoffley didn't have the record. That was Ricky Fowler. Xander Shoffley carted the lowest round in U.S. Open history. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. entered the weekend at 132. Yeah, yeah, sorry. 
You know what's fun about radio and pot? It's when your co-host listens to what you're saying. Welcome to the show, Johnny. Huh? <laughs> uh, he continues to play consistent. He returns to the side of the tournament that kicked off a sizzling summer just a season ago. So, um, 14 to 1, still not really good value with Xander Shoffley. He ain't going to win. Oh, I mean, it's well, first off, it's hard to hard to back, you know, to to repeat, right? First off, I think he got some obligations and media obligations, mm-hmm. you know, going to that. And that's a big deal. People don't see that, you know, inside the inside the ropes and stuff some of these guys got to deal with especially as a, you know, as a defending champion. And I just think that how how he hit the ball, how he hit the ball the weekend how he drove the golf ball, man. Having those two-way misses, man, is not good. And that's the worst thing for a tour player is you have two-way. If you have a one-way miss, you can play it, like you know. Right. But if you have a two-way miss, man, and you got those legs spread, man, this, that's the that's the that's a bad thing for a tour yeah. player, man. Yep. So I, I don't really like him this weekend. You know, again, fourteen to one. Can you make? You can't really mm-hmm. make any money for what you have to risk. Yeah, not really worth it. Uh, Twenty to one, Victor Hovland. Um, your other boy, Colin Morikawa, twenty-five to one. Also at 25 to 1, Tommy Fleetwood. He remains without a PGA Tour victory, but he's been so close. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he booted away a golden opportunity up in Canada. We failed to birdie uh, that par five and later fell to Taylor in the playoff. He bounced back with a second round, fi- uh, second final round 63 in his U.S. Open career at uh, to finish T5 in LA just last week. Um, I just think. Tommy Fleetwood kind of needs a break, right? Like, he needs the golf gods to sort of smile upon him this week, and uh, it could happen for him. You know, if he just keeps doing what he's doing, you know, he, he'll he get there. I mean, he might be another guy we'll look at for Hoylake, you know, right. for the British Open, too, right. you know, obviously being there. And he's had some success in the British Open. I don't want to get too far ahead, and we got a couple weeks before that. But, yep. Um, yeah, I think he just keeps doing He's going to be in the same spot like he's going to play this week, and we won't play the next couple weeks and t- take some – they might play – uh, one week or two weeks. Some of those guys play that Scottish Open, mm-hmm. which they like a lot. I As mean, a warm up, yeah. yeah, it used to be really a really good uh, event. Um, I don't know who. I don't know if those guys are really good. Some of the European guys are certainly going to be playing it, so it's going to be like one or two weeks off for those guys. Tony Finau at twenty eight to one. He's a good twenty eight to one's good odds. I mean, that is good for him. There's some good value there. I just don't like the way he's. I mean, I just don't like how he's playing, man. I just. He didn't. I thought. I thought the U.S. Open be a good place for him because he. You know, I. I thought he drove the ball. He drives the ball. Obviously, fantastic. I thought it'd be a good place for him. I just. I don't like the, those hilly greens like that, man. I don't like the way he puts on those. You know, big undulating greens, yeah. man. That's a tough place for a guy with his putting stroke. Uh, and I like not, that word, by the way. What undulating? Yeah, undulating. And don't ask me how to spell it. I just like the word. It's fun to say. There's undulating. a couple things I can't spell on this show right now. Connecticut and undulating. <laughs> An undulating Connecticut course. Yeah. So, please don't, viewers, please don't ask yeah. me. And if anyone does know how to spell that, please chime in on our chat line, text line, please. You can tell me how to spell that. Yeah, text in the show anytime, 247-214-937-0569. Even if we're not on the air, we'll see it, and we'll get back to you as soon mm-hmm. as we can. Uh, especially golf questions, betting questions. Johnny loves those. We'll make sure yeah. they get forwarded over to his private uh, text line that he has for the ladies. Tom Kim at thirty three to one. Russell Henley also at thirty three to one. Mm-hmm. I know you're gonna like that. We may hear his name later. Matthew Fitzpatrick at forty to one. He won the RBC uh, the last time the tour traveled to the Pete to a Pete Dye design. Uh, the week following a major, he has found some consistency since then, as he's pretty much done with that neck injury. I think we haven't heard too much about him and his neck. Right. 
So uh, we'd like to think that one's a, a thing of the past. He rides three straight top 20 finishes into Connecticut uh, for what will be his uh, only a second appearance in the Travelers Championship. 40 to 1, pretty good odds for him, I think. Yeah, I think so too. That's, that could be a fun play there. Yeah. Uh, and finally, with the odds, Ricky Fowler at 40 to 1, man. I think his return to prominence, I know he hasn't carted a win yet here since 20, what, 2019, but I think he's back to being on everybody's radar. That final round 75, though, man, that disappointed a lot of people. It disappointed fans. But, man, the way he reacted to it, I think he's done. Like, it's it's out of, out of sight, out of mind for him. We saw him signing autographs for two hours after blowing the U.S. Open and can't have a better attitude than Ricky Fowler had after blowing that lead. Yeah, I mean, uh, first class. I mean, he, and he that's that's why people love Ricky is just the things that he di- that he does with the autographs and how he, you know, he congratulated when – like, some all these things that he does, he doesn't really hit any foul balls, right? And that's why he has such popularity. He is – he's the opposite of a lot of those guys out there, right? So, um – yeah, I, I just – it's – I think – I know this might sound weird. I think it was really good for him to shoot that final round mm-hmm. to play poorly. Here's why I say that. I think that, you know, he knows he can do it. He can get in that contention again in a bigger at – a, at a bigger stage, and mm-hmm. I do. And it's really tough to come back. I mean, to come back after shooting a 75, play the next week, and really feel like you got a lot, like you're just ready to go. There's It was so emotional for him. Playing, you know, having the lead and so much going on uh, going into that fourth round. And then for him to come back and play this event with all the hype that was last week, man, I just – I don't really see it. Uh, but obviously he's in good form, man. I think he's going to learn a lot from that final round Sunday. Uh, he has connected on 13 top 20 finishes and just 18 starts this season. I mean, that lends to his consistent, consistency there a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if the season ended today, it would re- represent his best – uh, the best season of his career in terms of approach play. Uh, he's just about as well-rounded with his game as ever, I think. Recent title runs in the U.S. Open and the Memorial, I think, are, you know, even though, again, we've discussed the, the U.S. Open finish. But uh, it's got to give him confidence, though, the way he's been playing moving forward through the rest of the season. Write this down. He's going to be – I think he's going to get a pick for the Ryder Cup. It would be a good choice. Yeah, and I just – you know the Ryder Cup is better when Ricky's on it, right? He's a, just a, such a, a such a team guy, and then I think with them going over there and not winning the Ryder Cup in so long on European soil, I think he's just kind of one of those guys, man. That if there's any fans for the U.S. over there, they're going to be rooting for Ricky Fowler, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's just a little bit. I think he's got to, you know, maybe play. I don't think he can unless he wins a tournament or has a great finish in the FedEx Cup or whatever. It is, some of these bigger tournaments. Um, I don't think he can get in that top 10 or top eight um, or top – it might be six. I don't know if they're doing – you know, they switch it up a yeah, lot. It's yeah. six automatic, and then you have six captain picks, and then it, sometimes it goes to eight and then four. It's That's all predicated on the – and that's another word, predicated. I can't spell that either. So. Predicated, that's, easy, that's an easy one. Okay. You know that one. You're from Ohio. Okay. We smart up there. High school in Ohio, right? Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. But I just I, – I it wouldn't surprise me if he gets a – if he gets a pick, right? And I know Zach Johnson likes him a lot. Like, yep. And there's no reason not to. So look for him maybe to be on that radar of that Ryder Cup if he can't jump in those automatic spots. Very good. We're going to take one last quick break for the show here. Come back with uh, my picks for your entertainment purposes only, uh, as well as Johnny's picks to help you make a little bit of money, maybe preview a little bit of uh, matchups we may have over the weekend here, Who's who may be – who he may – 
mean, you know, I might ask him a question here. Other than his picks, who might he expect to play well here and who he expects to maybe not make the weekend and who he expects to make the weekend? We'll talk about it next right here on FanStream Sports. <laughs> Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys, time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat or the keychain or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special turf life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive? fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had, you're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844-977-3477 or go to 
B-A-M-M-C.com. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night. And we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more fans dream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough as we wrap things up here on a Wednesday. Previewing the upcoming Travelers Championship. Offering you our betting preview. Best bets. All that good stuff that you look forward to every Wednesday on our show. Let's make some more money. We've been profitable the last few weeks. Obviously, two weeks ago has been great with Canada, but... We got on the good side of it last week. I mean, it wasn't much, um, but we did go five and one on matchups. We talked about that yep. on Monday. Five and one on matchups, which is unprecedented. It's 63, 18, and five on the year, which is if anyone's better than that around the country, anybody that watches, if you know somebody, please have them call me and I'll call them a liar. Yeah, because they're cheating. Yeah, and then uh, time travelers plus 7,125 units for the year, plus on not the a bad year. Nah, it's not nearly as good as the last couple of years, but, but listen. It's still positive. A lot of opportunities left. And this is what we say all the time. It's like, listen, you got to follow the system, man. Because we were kind of playing, you know, we're just around even. We're around even. We're around even. And then we have the hit with the with the ham sandwich with Nick Taylor. Play the system. I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's $10. Whatever it is, whatever you feel comfortable with, you have to play every week because this is what happens. You know, we're going to have some of those ups and downs. But over the past four years, when we've started really doing this, putting our numbers in our system, We've been profitable every single year. Fact. These are facts. I can show every I can show every betting slip that I do. Facts. So follow the system. You know, like we always say, if you're not following, you're not winning. And you you're not it. following, you're not winning. You mess that up. You post some bullshit. Like you, how do you mess that? Ta- how do you mess our tagline up? Oh, it's kind of gay. No, it's not. I don't like it. When didn't come up, what did I say? What did I? What was mine? Mine was probably better. If you're not following, you're not playing. Some well, that's also true. Some bullshit like that. <laughs> I don't know. That might be two spins of the wheel there. You can drop two S-bombs. What? Colby marked that. Johnny's cussing. He owes us a couple of wheel spins. I can say the S-word. Cannot. Says who? The FCC. Well, they, they're not knocking on our door we're yet. We're never going to be on TV at the rate we're going. Well, if you keep talking the way you talk, certainly not. Hey, don't talk to me like I work for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the best. His birthday was yesterday. Uh, was it? Mars' birthday, yeah. That's greatness. Uh, happy to, birthday, Mars. I tried to call him like four times, and he was already drunk on the patio. Should have had him on the show. Yeah, we should have. Uh, let's get into our picks and uh, best bets here, as I will go first because, again, nobody cares about mine. True. Uh, Johnny, we do have one of the dreaded crossovers. Well, let's mark that off then. Uh, so we might want to shy away from Russell Henley. Well, we don't have him in the same spot. No, right? he's so, not. So we're okay. We're okay there. Um, so I've got as my winner, I always for those of you that don't know or forget or that were drunk last time we did this, um, I pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. They're just for entertainment purposes. I don't usually make my bets on my picks. And when he does win one time a year, he never lets me live it nope. down. Nope. Never lets me live it down. Brooksy, baby. Yeah. Um, so my winner this week, Johnny, and we talked about it before the show. I had a couple of options here. Uh, you know, John Rom was one of my options, but again, not a real big value for, for him, uh, here with the, with the low odds. Uh, who is my, oh, and Rory was the other one I was, I was considering as my winning pick, but again, at 11 to one, just not a lot of options. I like to throw stuff out there. That's a little bit more of a long shot. 
So my winner at 20 to 1, Victor Hovland. He better hit it like Jesus. Good day, mate. He better hit it like Jesus. Well, he can when he wants to. Yeah, I mean. Uh, My top 20 this week, Russell Henley at plus 330, man. This guy, I don't know what the deal is. He doesn't get any respect these days. He hit 90% of the fairways last week at the U.S. I know it. 90%. That's like unheard of. He finished inside the top 15 at the U.S. Open, and that kind of continued just, he's on the stretch that he's just not being appreciated. Over the last three months, he ranked sixth in driving accuracy. Yeah. Seventh in total strokes gained and fourth in strokes gained approach. He's notched top 20 finishes in seven of his last eight tournaments. And he's not scared to go low. I no. mean, they, they, he's not he's not one of those guys, man, that, you know, gets uncomfortable. I mean, he he can go low. And, I, boy, it, what, that, that may be your best pick of the year. I like Russell Henley here, man. His iron play is just amazing right now. My only thing been. is, my only thing with him is he's, you know, he plays so well on 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 in Bermuda, yeah. right? And you know, he's not, it's not the greatest. Uh, he's not the greatest in bent, um, in bent conditions and bluegrass. But the way the guy's ball, you know, ball striking mm-hmm. is, I mean, at this point, it, he, he could play on a parking lot. It doesn't really make much difference. Uh, this is his sixth trip to this course in uh, five previous trips. He's got. Three top 20s, including a T6 back in 2018. So I, I like Russell's, especially for a top 10. I mean, that's almost a no-brainer for him at plus 330. Don't jinx him, no. Um, Andrew Putnam, Johnny, my top 20. Great pick. Um, man, he just sort of hovers on the leaderboard these days. Um, he's 13th in driving accuracy right now, 21st in strokes gained approach, 24th in strokes gained putting. Over the last three months, he's collected a pair of top 10 finishes in designated events already with a T9 at the WGC match play and a top five finish at the Memorial up where you are. Uh, the yardage buckets um, where competitors are going to be hitting their approach shots, I think, play to his game uh, from what I've seen where they're, you know, they're talking about putting them. So I, and I, like, I don't think I've had Andrew putting them on my card before, but I like this. I like this pick for me. Yeah, it's a golf course. I don't have him on my card, but it's a really good pick for you. It's just because, you know, he he's not an overpowering type of player, right? And he's right. you know he won um, he won in Reno, um, so that's that was one of those tournaments. It's it was an alternate field tournament, but this golf course sets up a little bit like that. It's very hilly. Mm-hmm. You don't have to overpower it. You know, accuracy. Um, and just strong putting is going to be key this week. And you're really, you're going to have to shoot some pretty solid numbers, but you know, it kind of fits this guy to a T. I mean, the guy's dead, solid, accurate. Um, he he doesn't really seem to get rattled. I mean, he, it'd be nothing for him to shoot, you know, four or five under a day and just kind of lie his way through it because he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. Yep. Um, Johnny's picks this week brought to you by turf life. Turf life is the brand that salutes the consumer and the industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. They address the games we play and the jobs we do. Turf Life showcases sports, business, education, and the enjoyment of the outdoors. Head over to turflife.club. Become a turf head. Join the club today. Snag you some uh, swag over there, window decal, or anything else over at turflife.club. Turflife.club. Thank you, Turf Life. I'll see you over at their website, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny, who's on your card this week? Yeah, what... Uh, this is a really cool. We've we've had some success at this tournament before, picking some winners. And like we said, coming off uh, coming off just a little profit last week, um, getting our total to seventy one twenty five units for the year, sixty three eighteen and five, 
in our matchups 5-1 and one last week. So we're looking forward to continue to get on a nice little run this week. So our first pick on the board, I really like Tommy Fleetwood at 22-1. to one. It's going to play real similar, this golf course, like we talked about, to Canada. Mm-hmm. Very similar type of place. So you look at some of the guys that play well there. Some of these guys you're going to look to see on our car that, that, that's going to be here, that's going to play well. Uh, up there at, at TPC. So Tommy Fleetwood, 20, 20, 22 to 1. I mean, the guy's due to win, right? I mean, he's putting himself in such great spots. He, he played okay last week. He didn't play great. He had a good, um, he had a, one good round. But, you know, hey, kind of, kind of like I said, Canada, he feels good up there. So look for him 22 to 1. I really like him. And again, just like we talked about at, at 33 to 1, Russell Henley. Again, you know, the guys, he, 90% of the fairways in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open. Uh, you you heard Tim's stats with his driving accuracy, his driving distance. The guy's not short. And the guy can flat out make some birdies, man, as, as well as he puts. My only little concern is, you know, him putting the, the, the bent is not nearly as good as how he puts Bermuda. But he really did play solid last week uh, at the U.S. Open, putting those bent greens. So maybe a little bit. And he didn't play bad in Canada, I don't think. I think he played okay in Canada. That kind of got his, his, his him running a little bit. So uh, we had it on the board at thirty to one, but it changed to thirty-three to one. So if you got thirty, if you got thirty-three to one, good for you. Um, I got it at thirty to one, so we'll stick with thirty to one. If you got three more, three more dollars on that, then then good for you. Mm-hmm. So Russell Henley, second pick on the board, third pick on the board. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama at thirty-five to one. The golf, this golf course fits him well. He he had it. You know, up and down last week at the U.S. Open, played solid. Such a great ball striker, and he hits the ball high, which is going to be, you know, pretty good key there. Ball striking, he's kind of coming into form. You know, if he can kind of stay healthy, he had some injuries early in the year. It's a hard golf course to walk. Uh, so, you know, like I said, uh, Hideki, the way he flights the golf ball, I really like him. He doesn't have to hit driver on every hole. He hits it long enough, and he hits it high enough. So that's a kind of a big advantage for Hideki. Ham sandwich pick this week, guys. Sahith Thagala at 55 to 1. What great value, I thought, with with, with Thagala. 55 to 1 and finished tied for second there last year. Um, and, and he double bogeyed the last hole to lose out of playoff to uh, to uh, Xander Cantley. So he, you know, I really like him. He's, he's gonna feel comfortable. He's coming off to some pretty solid form. Um, you know, there's nothing we always talk about at horses for courses, man. And this is a guy that feels comfortable in this place. So look for him to have that chance to win. He's the guy's going to win at some point. And why not go back to a place that you've had your best finish on the PGA tour. So I like him at 55 to one, two top 10 picks this week as always Sung JM plus 450. Again, ball striking machine. This guy just loves to play golf. He hits the ball high. He hits the ball straight. It's the ball far. There's not a golf course that this guy does not like. So he had a good performance up in Canada. Look for him to continue to have some pretty good form here. I didn't like him to win. I just need to see a little bit more out of him. But at plus 450 at top 10, Sung JM, I like him. Um, no, our second top 10 picks this week, Harris English at plus 650. I know he had an awful performance his last round at the U.S. Open. I mean, he. I mean, let's be honest. He played like you did, Tim. It's awful. That's I mean, pretty it, bad. It, it, was, it was really bad. Really bad. But he's been playing well, man. He's, he's really come into some pretty good form, and I like him. And a golf course that he feels comfortable. He had some success. He's another one of those Georgia guys, man, like Russell Henley. You know, he's, he's one of the better ball strikers. And I expect a lot more out of Harris English. I know he's battled some injuries last year, and maybe he's coming into to some form. But a place like this where ball striking is going to be a premium, I really like Harris English. And at great value to finish in the top 10 at plus 650. 
Two top 20 picks this week. Denny McCarthy at plus 275. I expected more out of him last week. Uh, I think the quirkiness of the golf course kind of got him, but if you looked at still, he's still the best putter in the world. He is the best putter in the world. And when the tour players tell you he's the best putter in the world, I'm going to go by what they say. Mm-hmm. The golf course is just a little quirky for him last week, but you get something. He's had some success there before. He's from that kind of area. I know the Maryland, New York area, it's a little bit similar. So the getting back into some really bluegrass, uh, bluegrass fairways, bluegrass rough, bent greens, I think it's going to be a big benefit for Denny McCarthy. So plus 275, I like him uh, to finish in that top 20. And our last pick this week to finish in the top 20, Gary Woodland at plus 335. He's, man, he's been playing well. I really like the way he's kind of been playing. He's kind of getting into some form. He hasn't really contended, but he's going to have, he's had like two, two and a half really good rounds per tournament, like the last four tournaments. And if he can put all these rounds together, um, man, I really like him on this golf course that he's got the power. He doesn't have to hit driver on every hole. So he has the power and was had some success here before. Plus 330, I thought that was great value to finish in the top 20. I actually liked him in our ham sandwich pick. I just needed to see more. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. thought I thought we could I thought there was more opportunity to make money with him to finish in the top 20 as opposed to putting him in a long shot ham sandwich pick. So Gary Willen a plus three thirty-five is your last pick for the week. And again, always, you know, we're gonna have our matchups again, like we're having some great success. Like we said before, 63, 18, and five in our matchups. And we're looking forward to have to continue to uh, have a profitable week. Very good. Very good. Yeah, Johnny, lots of potential here for you on the on the card. Uh, all these guys, we, we look to have, have good weeks. Um, one quick thing before we wrap things up here on the show, um, our sort of show golfer that we've decided to take under our wing, Ludwig Aberg, yes. after uh, not playing in the U.S. Open, will be teeing it up up in Connecticut. He tees off at 1 o'clock Central Time tomorrow um, with odds to win, Johnny. 110. Was it around one ten? Plus twelve thousand five hundred. So he's plus one twenty. Plus one twenty five. I listen. I know we didn't have him on our card, guys. If you're out, all you people out there listening, put something on him, and and the guy's going to win soon. And we talked about this a couple shows. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it wouldn't surprise me if he makes that Ryder Cup team. I'm telling you right now. Listen, this guy has impressed every single person that he's played golf with, including Luke Donald, mm-hmm. the Ryder Cup captain. This guy is a this guy is a superstar. The way he looks, the way he carries himself, the way he hits a golf ball. This guy is a superstar in the making. At one twenty five to one, I, like I said, I just didn't have him on our card. I just you know I for whatever reason I just like the value of Thagala there before just because mm-hmm. of his past success. I just did. Well, and we don't have a lot of tape on on Aberg yet, you know. But the more tournaments he plays, the more you'll you'll get acclimated to kind of what his strengths and weaknesses are. And I want to watch him this week. Against the you know this elevated field event, mm-hmm. and then and in the next couple weeks they're going to be softer field events. So we have Rocket Mortgage, and I believe we have John Deere, um, or Kentucky, one of the two. I haven't jumped into that yet, but look for him to maybe win one of those events, one of those smaller tier events. You know, there's there are still PGA Tour events like got it's still awesome. Yeah, it is what it is. But you're not going to have that big bigger field, and he's going to get in this. He's going to get in these like slower. You know, f- smaller field, superstar, unsuperstar studded fields. Look for the guy to win in the next. So don't be surprised if he's going to be on our card in the next couple weeks. I want to see more of him. That's why we didn't have him on our card this week. Yep, and we'll update uh, his performance on Monday as well. We'll talk about him in the Travelers Recap. 5 o'clock Central Time on FanStreamSports.com, both audio and video over there, as well as Facebook, 
Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. New app. And the new FanStream Sports app available for Android, iOS coming soon. Keep your ears listening for more information on the iOS portion of it coming up soon. Um, So, yeah, we'll be back on Monday to recap everything for you. Good luck to all the boys. You guys enjoy watching some golf this weekend. Johnny and I will be by the channel taking care of everything for you. He'll be back um, Saturday with his matchup, Saturday morning. Look for those and place your bets. Same thing Sunday. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Until then, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight.